0: You're listening to Smart to deck Radio.
1: Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Hi,
0: I'm the Asian sensation Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court. Hi, guys, this is the
2: Queen of Queen's Visage talking, and I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court.
0: Hello, my dear ones, and welcome to the birthday episode. Queen's Court turns one with you girl, the queen of (laughs) any. This is crazy. Okay. So Queen's Court, happy birthday. We're one years old. Technically, April 3rd was the first release day in 2019 of Queen's Court, but You know how it works, right? (laughs) The weeks on the Wednesdays will change dates as the years progress. So April 1st, 2020 is the birthday episode for Queens Court, my beloved little show. (laughs) I'm so excited. So much has changed, you guys, since we began this journey together. A brand new baby podcaster, little old me, who had barely begun to guest on people's shows and be a part-timer on DYWTSB. Brainbuster radio started, my show began, and I share a birthday with another very special podcast who I'd like to shout out right now and that of course is Badlands. <laughs> Badlands podcast on the chairshot.com and also now on Smart to Death radio with me <laughs> this is so crazy smirk to death radio of course is smirk to death mr warren hayes uh, mags uh, with badlands and why we watch and five rounds pod jpq's no particular angle and myself uh, but mag z and paul of course of badlands share a birthday with me we were baby brand new podcast and now here we are one year later so happy birthday to badlands as well so much has changed. A lot <laughs> well, a lot has changed. So much has changed. I feel like I've gone through a, a little evolution. The show has changed since its inception. The way that I do things is different. The way I speak is different a little bit. You know, it's I don't know, you guys. It's it's very humbling for me to sit down here today and think about how it all began, where my mindset was at this time, and really just be so proud of the community. I've been able to cultivate the show that I'm super proud of to bring to you every single Wednesday as still one half of the hashtag queen of Pub connection on Wednesdays we wear purple. I'm so humbled by that. And I'm also humbled by the people that I've met and the relationships I've made and the friendships I've, I have and get to experience every day and my growth with not only Queen's Court, but Wrestling Twitter and DYWTSB. And oh, you guys, I'm so thankful for this entire journey. And, you know, we're just getting started. We're one year in and I'm excited for <laughs> for what's to come in 2020, even though, 2020 is weird and definitely not the year that we anticipated it would be when it began back on January the 1st. So uh, 2020, you're stressing me out. But what can we do, right? We're going to do the best we can. We're going to put one foot in front of the other. We're going to keep social distancing. We're going to keep everybody we love safe. We're going to keep ourselves safe, everyone healthy. That's the goal. And our wrestling landscape has changed so much. But what hasn't changed is the sense of community. And that's something I'm super proud of. And Queens Court moving forward, you know, sometimes we do topical things here. Other times we just have conversations. So maybe the topical will be a little less (laughs) in terms of show reviews if there isn't any shows, you know, for people's safety and health. And that's fine. It's more than fine. I want everybody in the wrestling profession to be safe and well just like we're trying to be. They deserve that. And while I appreciate them trying to entertain us, I would much rather them be healthy. So when this does eventually return to normal, we can all celebrate together. That being said, I've been thinking a lot about what I wanted to do for this birthday episode. I went back and forth on a couple of things. I thought, oh, maybe I'll do some mania predictions. The very first episode of Queen's Court was BBR Mania, where I had everyone in Brainbuster Radio give me their favorite WrestleMania matches. And we, you know, talked about it. Uh, they sent in clips and it was really cool. But I'm like, I didn't want to do that again. I don't want to do a 2.0, one, because Brainbuster Radio is no longer. And two, I wanted to give you something special and unique that was just Queen's Court oriented. So I've been blessed to receive some happy birthday messages, which I'm going to include at the end of this episode. But I thought about it and I was talking to, no surprise, JPQ, my bestie, about what I wanted to do. And something occurred to me while we were chatting and I was like, oh, am I going to do it? I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it. So what is it that I'm going to do? Well, only one person has heard this episode. I did a pilot episode of Queen's Court that has never been released ever. I did it as an example of what I thought at the time my show would be like a couple of weeks before we actually launched Brainbuster Radio and Queen's Court on that network. I- I'm going to give it to you today. <laughs> this was made on March the 3rd, 2019. It is an introduction to what Queen's Court would be about What I thought the format was going to look like. And the first holding court segment with Queen, I had different music. So you'll get to hear that. Uh, I was a baby. (laughs) So listening to it back now is kind of funny. But I thought it was apropos for April 1st, right? April Fool's Day. You got to make fun of yourself sometimes. And what better opportunity than your birthday episode? (laughs) So you guys are going to hear the pilot of Queen's Court. Never before heard ever. (laughs) which is freaking crazy, but it's going to be here. And the topic, I'm not going to spoil for you. It's funnily enough, uh, very on target with what's going on. Not the virus, but in terms of wrestling. So yeah, you'll see. Anyway, before it begins, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who's been down with Queens Court since day one-ish all the way through. To those who have kept up with my journey, listened to my show, supported my show, responded to the show, interacted with me on Twitter, and all the way to the brand new followers I just got today, which was so cool to see. I'm super thankful for you guys. I hope that you love what I do. You know that what you guys are looking for and what you're interested in is very important to me. So if you have any other things that you want to hear me do, especially in this tumultuous time of uncertainty... And you want to hear me talk about anything in particular or bring something back, let me know. I certainly will take that into consideration and see what I could do for you. All right. So for old time's sake, strap in, babies. It's time to hear the very first ever, never before dropped pilot episode of Queen's Court. One. welcome to this week's episode of Queen's Court with your girl the queen of NE right here on Brainbuster Radio. You guys, I am so excited to be here with you right now bringing you my very own show on this really cool new venture, awesome collective group of people here on Brainbuster Radio. And I have my own show, you guys. My own show. I can't even believe this. If you had told me two months ago, even, you know, six months ago, that this would be where I'm at right now, that I would have the opportunity and the pleasure to talk with you directly in my own format, I would have said, you're a liar. I never would have believed you for a second. But nevertheless, here we are. And it's time. It's time to hold court with the queen. What does that mean? Well, I'm so excited to tell you a little bit about what you'll be hearing from me every Wednesday. So, throughout history, for those of you who may not know, a royal court is essentially the extended royal household of a monarch, or a monarchy, uh, depending. And while they varied differently throughout history and throughout countries and regions themselves, widely they were designed and a designated place for the extended members of that household, courtiers, nobility, foreign princes sometimes, um, ambassadors to other nations. And really it was a place to gather for culture and society, for conversation, um, music development, just really a whole collective in its very own specific culture. But a lot of the things that courts were used for we're to bring an issue or a problem or a uh, topic of discussion to the reigning monarch. So essentially, holding court with the Queen is going to be a little bit of that. I'm going to bring you a topic that I feel needs to be discussed this week. Maybe it's something from the past week in wrestling, an analysis, a review, or just a topic in general I feel that needs to be brought to your attention. But the cool part is, is I'm going to have you guys interacting with me in a very special way. I'm going to be calling you my queen's courtiers. (laughs) I hope you like that name. It's kind of clever. And I'm going to have you guys send me using a hashtag, hold court with the queen. And you'll get to send me your questions, your topics that you want to hear brought up by me on queen's court. It's a really fun way for us to get involved together and for me to bring you the content and information that you want to listen to and you want to hear from me. I think one of the best parts about being a wrestling fan is being a part of this wrestling community. And what better way to kick off this new collective of podcasters, content creators on Brainbuster Radio than to get you, the listeners, directly involved. You'll get a couple other little things from me throughout the show, but I'm going to leave that as a surprise. As I always say, yes, it's great if I can tell you, but it's better if I can show you. So without further ado, I bring you the very first segment of Holding Court with Queen. So our very first topic And holding court with the Queen is going to be an analysis of New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom versus the WWE's Wrestlemania. Funny enough, this was a topic that came up on another show in which I was a guest on. Shout out to Smack Talk UK. And it was definitely something that I wanted to bring to you as well. It was in my list. And now I'm just going to expand on that seeing as we are now on the road to WrestleMania. So let's start with the basics of each, and we'll begin with New Japan. So New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom, the biggest event of the year for them, happens very early January, normally right after the New Year. Huge matches, of course, big build, and it rolls into New Year's Dash the day after. It takes place in the Tokyo Dome, whereas WWE's WrestleMania, of course, their Super Bowl of wrestling, the grandest stage of them all, takes place every April. Again, huge matches here. The road to WrestleMania begins with the Royal Rumble in January and rolls into a huge Raw the day after. It takes place in different cities each year. So that makes it, you know, a little bit different for those who are in attendance. Now, to be fair and honest here, I have not attended Wrestle Kingdom. I have not made it out to Japan, though maybe one day if I can face the long airline flight. Nor have I been able to afford to attend Wrestlemania, even though a few have been close to where I live. The ticket prices are just too expensive for me. So I normally watch on the network. WWE Network for WrestleMania, and of course, New Japan World for New Japan. I think the place that we should start is going over general differences and comparisons. The spectacle of each, the programming, booking, and matches, timing, and overall experience. In terms of timing, Wrestle Kingdom normally is about five to six hours, and WrestleMania is similar to that. Though they do make it a little bit longer with their pre shows. And I think with the timing, it really comes down to match booking and how they put this on. You know, a lot of people that I've read in articles who have attended Wrestle Kingdom or who just watch it on New Japan World say something similar to how I feel. Though it is five to six hours, it doesn't feel that way because of the way Wrestle Kingdom presents its. Product. And that's match to match to match to match. There's not a lot of stalling. There's not a lot of fanfare. There's not a lot of spectacle, promo packages, things like that, unless you're watching on their streaming uh, platform, which then they show you things for New Year's Dash and, and other promotionals for the next match ahead. But live, I do believe that there's nothing. It's There's a match, you cheer or boo, <laughs> and they leave, they clean up, they get ready for the next match, and then it begins. Whereas WrestleMania, I feel like there's a lot of fanfare. It's a spectacle. There is production value, in my opinion, that is unlike anything else I've ever seen the pyro the merch the whole way it's set up the signage the jumbotrons it's an experience I think like no other what makes it difficult I think is the comparison between the two if you're looking in terms of spectacle production value the way it flows you're gonna have to go with Wrestlemania in terms of that If you are looking strictly at the production, whereas I feel like Wrestle Kingdom doesn't have, I don't want to call it fluff because I don't really see that as fluff. It's a part of the experience, the music, the lights, the pyro, which, by the way, I miss on regular programming, not just WrestleMania. That's the part of the experience that gives you something extra. It's like going to a concert. And if you have things to look at and you're interactive with whomever is performing on stage with more than just what they're presenting you with their voice or their music, and you have other sensory experiences, I think it heightens it, if it's done correctly. And in Wrestle Kingdom, I kind of miss that in a way, but I also really appreciate the way that they present their product. Look, here are amazing wrestling products. Matches. Look at these performers. Look at this talent that we have on our roster, and we're going to showcase them to the nines in these long, grueling matches. As particularly as you get towards the end, and your main events, which which every time blow me out of the water. Especially the last two Wrestle Kingdoms for me, I really got into them. <laughs> Full disclosure: I'm a Kenny Omega mark. So, yeah, how can you not? But. Just the quality of the wrestling. That's another thing that I want to bring up. The quality of wrestling in Wrestle Kingdom is, by and large, better than WWE. And I only pause because I wanted to get the right word out. It's just better. The wrestling matches, the way that they present it, there's no gimmicks, there's no harken back to legends, which I understand, by the way, is what you need at WrestleMania. Who doesn't love a Triple H entrance when he comes out in his crazy costumes and The Undertaker? Mm, Less so now in the last five years, I'd say. But before then, when you hear that music, ooh, it's just there's something else. But the wrestling that you get at Wrestle Kingdom far outweighs what's presented at Mania, in my opinion. And look, I'm not saying that there aren't talented wrestlers Performing at WrestleMania. That's not the case. There absolutely are. I just feel like the hard hitting, strong style wrestling that we get to see at Wrestle Kingdom is so vastly different from what is presented to us at Mania. Yes, they're big matches. Yes, they're for the big titles. Yeah, they're rarely talented. But I don't get the same wrestling love that I get when I watch Wrestle Kingdom. And that's the difference, I think, between. Hardcore sports entertainment that is WWE and yes, sports entertainment in New Japan, but it's more focused on the actual wrestling quality of the match itself, which I think adds so much more to the experience. But mania is mania. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is the biggest wrestling sports entertainment company In the world, nothing will surpass the level of insanity that is WrestleMania. All you have to do is look at the ticket prices for resale right now. Thousands of dollars to sit on the floor. Why is that? People buy into WrestleMania and people buy into the WWE. Especially for casual fans who just watch WWE programming which is great, and, and I think that's wonderful. I do wish, however, they would broaden the horizons to take a look at what other products and promotions are out there. I've also been super impressed by the English commentary that has been presented at Wrestle Kingdom. And I know for a lot of people, um, listening to Japanese commentary is is hard, especially if there isn't any subtitles because you're not quite sure what's going on. But the English commentary option that I feel has come to the forefront more so in the past few years is a wonderful thing. It allows me to watch a program that I normally wouldn't be able to understand in my language. And I love that about the WWE as well. And I feel like they really get that. they are announced table teams in so many different languages broadcast on the network and you can tune in in your language. It's amazing. And that's a very important aspect. I feel like commentary really adds to these matches. Without hearing it, sometimes I lose a little bit of the fun. Having attended several live events for WWE, Ring of Honor, and even local indie promotions uh, in towns near me and states near me, I miss that in my ear a little bit. When I see it, yeah, I'm watching the live wrestling and it's great, but I love knowing what are these moves that they're using and what's the story behind it, especially if I don't know a lot of them, which as I got into New Japan over the last few years was critical for me. Thank God for Wrestling Twitter and thank God for the podcasts I listen to and the YouTube shows I stream and watch because they really were able to help me understand the names, the pronunciation, the moves that they use, their storyline. And all of this wonderful information that I wouldn't have really gotten otherwise without English commentary and without the platforms that I mentioned already. So what does it come down to, I guess, is where I'm going with this. They're two totally different experiences, Wrestle Kingdom and Mania. And while I don't think I can pick a favorite because I love them both in different ways... I really feel like the quality of wrestling is leaps and bounds better at Wrestle Kingdom, but the quality of production value is unparalleled at WrestleMania. And those, those two shows are the pinnacle of wrestling for the year for me, but they're not my favorite pay-per-views. Isn't that funny? They're just not. I really like them both <laughs> a lot, but they're not in my top favorite for New Japan. I really love their G1 Climax. I think that's probably my favorite thing. I'm really into tournament wrestling, so there's there's a reason for that. But for the WWE, I love the Royal Rumble, usually. And I also love TLC matches, particularly the ones from the olden days when we were in the PG era. I generally like those more than I like WrestleMania. I'd say WrestleMania is in my top five favorite pay-per-views of the year, just because it's Mania. I mean, what's better than that, you know? But it's not to say that there aren't other pay-per-views throughout the year that I value more than Mania at times. Well, you know, when it's produced right, and I don't get disappointed like I have been, especially this past year, New Japan hasn't disappointed me yet, so we're going to see about that. (laughs) So the Queen wants to know, how do you feel, courtiers? Tell me. Wrestle Kingdom... Wrestlemania, spectacle, straight wrestling. What do you like better and why? At me at Twitter or on Instagram. I'd love to hear your thoughts. It's time for the Jester and Crown of the Week. Now, the Jester of the Week, of course, is something, as you would imagine, that is either funny or needs to be called out. And the Crown of the Week is something that I feel needs to be highlighted and really given a smile from the Queen, a crowning achievement from me. So let's start with the jester. The Queen's jester of the week goes out to all those people who think that Roman Reigns and WWE collectively are faking cancer. Screw you guys. This is garbage. I never want to hear this again. I can't even begin to tell you how upsetting it is to hear people saying that this is what they would do. Now, I don't want to say that it's an impossibility because as we know in this world, anything is possible. But the fact that it's even brought up that this could be something that is fake is absolutely, unequivocally unacceptable. Period. Point blank. End of story. And now for the Queen's crown. (laughs) I want to shout out everybody, including our inspiration, Adam Page, the hangman for the full gear challenge. Though I guess we also have to thank Cody too, because he's the one that told our beloved hangman that he's not ready to be in full gear. The wrestling community has really come together around this challenge for all of us to better our health you know, both physically, but also mentally and lifestyle-wise. Dieting and exercise isn't just those two things. It's changing your mindset. It's mental as much as it is physical. And I love how we're all coming together and we are all uniting under this cause that we all want to live our best, healthiest lives I myself have joined the Full Gear Challenge. I am not going to Double or Nothing, but that's okay. I'm still going to use Double or Nothing as my goal. I am, however, going to the G1 Supercard. It's in 30 days, so I'm going to see how many pounds I can lose before the G1 Supercard. So again, huge crown shout-out with all the jewels on top to all of us doing the Full Gear Challenge. I wish you the best of luck I'm here for you if you need some extra support, and God knows I'm going to need the same. And now it's time to close out the show with a question from one of my queen's courtiers that I received via email, which is xthequeenofany at gmail.com. And the question was, if I could poach any two superstars from the WWE into AEW, who would I choose and why? A big shout out to Oliver for this question. Oliver, so this is loaded for me. You know how much I love AEW, and if you don't, now you do. If there were two people that I could take, oh my gosh. Okay, so I've thought about this a little bit. I want to take one woman and one man. So I really want Zack Ryder, and the reason for that is I feel like he's criminally underutilized in WWE, and I feel like... AEW would give him such a platform to shine. They need somebody like a Zack Ryder, in my opinion, on their roster. And as for women, at this point, because they're criminally underusing my girl Asuka, send her over. That's it. Leave that title behind, girl. Head to the AEW, and they will hook you up. I'm just saying. Realistically, though, that's probably not going to happen. So I'm probably going to have to choose another female, in which case... I will have to go with Chelsea Green. Hey, she's with Zack Ryder. Why not? Send her over there. I think that would be really cool. All right, fam. That brings us to the close of the first ever Queen's Court. I'm dying to know what you guys think. Please, please at me on Twitter at thequeenofne or on Instagram at xthequeenofne over there. Hashtag me with hashtag Queen's Court. Hashtag hold court with the Queen. Hashtag Queen's courtiers. I hope you love it. I love giving it to you. And gosh, what a fun time this was just to sit down and share some thoughts with you. And I loved it. And I hope you did as well. You can also find me With the boys over at DYWTSB, the Did You Write This Stuff Bro podcast, my boys, Pops, More, and James E., where we discuss all things WWE, Raw, SD Live, pay-per-views, and I am normally there to co-host for pay-per-view, preview, and review shows. Pops and I have a bonus segment show, Then Now and Forever, The Queen and Pops Experience, and I really hope you check us out. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And, of course, check them out on Twitter. Well, folks, that's all from me, your girl, the Queen of NE, here on Queens Court for Brain Buster Radio. I'll see you next week. Be kind to one another. I hope you enjoyed that pilot episode of Queen's Court. Good golly. It's really weird to listen back to that. But anyway, um, (laughs) I want to uh, say thank you very much to everyone who sent in some audio files and well wishes for Queen's Court's birthday. And I'm going to attach those here right now. As always, my loves, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. And as I said back then, hasn't changed in a year. Please be kind to one another.
1: Hello, Queen's Court. Hello, Queen. It is Mags here from Five Rounds from Why We Watch and Badlands. Uh, just wanted to wish you and Queen's Court a massive, massive congratulations on your first anniversary. Fun fact that Queen's Court and Badlands actually share the same birthday week. We both started at the at the beginning of Braveston. It's almost like we've been linked ever since because we're uh just about to start on a new journey together it's almost like our podcaster forever gonna be linked together but yeah massive congratulations it's, it's amazing to see how far you've come in a year you you were born to do this stuff you're so 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 good at it and i'm ever ever so proud of you much love queen and um, long may this continue and uh yeah let's enjoy the next step in our journey
3: Hello, my name is Rob from the Bob Culture Podcast, and on behalf of me and the boys over here at the BCP, we just wanted to wish Queen's Court a happy one-year birthday, hell of a rookie season, Queen, and uh, you have become not only one of our favorite guests of all time, but clearly one of the most sought-after podcasters in the entire wrestling community. You know, as the saying goes, I don't know what it is, but she's got it. Uh, Queen, that has been you since episode one. You are one of the best, truly talented, knowledgeable, lots of charisma. Queen, we absolutely love you. Continue success and keep it going. And uh, since this is no longer copyright infringement, What's going on, everybody? It's the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt from Headlock Talk. And uh, I just wanted to reach out and give a uh, extra special happy birthday uh, to the Queen of N.E. and Queen's Court. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of at a loss for words, to be quite honest with you, because if it weren't for the Queen of N.E., um, we would certainly um, not be anywhere close to where we are now uh, in, in terms of our podcasting careers, um, Steven and I, um, it, she was one of the first people to really kind of give us a shout-out on Twitter and, uh, you know, uh, make us, uh, I guess, give us a platform, really. Um, and uh, being on Queen's Court uh, for the first time was an awesome experience for both Steven and I. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have the utmost respect, um, uh, for, for, for Queen. Um, she's so awesome and, and is, is guaranteed to give you a smile, <laughs> uh, on a daily basis, whether that's on Twitter or, you know, if you're listening to, um, to Queen's Court or, or any of her other amazing shows. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of in awe of, uh, of the queen of, 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 N.E. and her impact, uh, on the wrestling podcast community. Uh, one of my personal favorite moments was, um, uh, uh, when she had come on the show, uh, with, uh, Josh Robinson and, uh, Mags, uh, from Badlands Podcast, uh, and we did the, uh, um, after Dark Two Electric Boogaloo episode, you can you can definitely find that on our uh, uh, under our show banner if you'd like to check that out. It was a, a great time, and I, I really enjoyed uh, having all three of them on. But yes, uh, especially you know every time that Queen comes on Headlock Talk, it's it's always a big celebration for us. Um, so yes, happy uh, happy 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 birthday uh, to Queen's Court. And uh, yes, hope to have you back on the show soon, Queen. Thanks.
4: Hey everybody, it's Kurt Johansson here from Kurt's Angle Pod and Ringsiders Pod. Just wanted to wish a one year happy birthday to our good friend, the Queen of N.E. Now when I first met the Queen through our first uh, network together, she just went strength to strength. The fact that it was her First podcast doing it by herself absolutely incredible everyone knew this this girl's got it she's got some magic and to think that you've only been around for one year is absolutely ridiculous from all the interviews you've done and all the fantastic collaborations you've done and you should be so proud of yourself the fact that in one year you've become i don't even want to genderize it and say one of the best you you, regardless of gender you are one of the best podcasters out there and i think your growth has been exceptional it's been admirable and yeah happy birthday i can't wait to see what the next year brings for you hopefully a lot more collaborations with myself give me a bit of that queenie rub but no congratulations happy birthday keep killing it and everybody loves you
3: What's happening, Queen? It's Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling, and I wanted to wish Queen's Court a very, very happy birthday on your anniversary. The show has been tremendous, and it's been great working with you and appearing on
2: the podcast, so here's to another one. Appreciate you, Queen. Keep up the good work. Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Josh from, of course, The Josh Robinson Show, Wrestling Reverb, and all of the Josh Robinson Double Zero Network, I am here to wish Queens Court a very happy first birthday, Queen, you are a superstar, you are someone that deserves all the success in the world, I'm so excited for you with your next journey on Smart to Death Radio, and you have blossomed into one of the best podcasters in wrestling Twitter. I am so happy to be your friend. I'm so happy to be a guest on Queen's Court. I'm so happy to be asked. I'm honored to be able to be a part of a small part of why you're so successful and knowing you in this last year and, and just listening to you and watching you and just, just being so fortunate to I uh, know you. It's just, it's just wonderful. I, I wish all the success in the world to Queen's Court. Here's to another year, two, three, four, ten, fifteen years in the podcasting game. You are a true inspiration, and you're one of the best. I'm so happy to know you. So happy to be your friend. And all the success in the world to you, Queen.